Are you tired of missing day two at a GP by only one match? Are you tired of missing top eight on tiebreakers? Yeah, so are we. And that's why we're the B team. I'm just who I am. Is that okay? Perfect's overdone and overplanned in the modern age. Still, you say you know what's best. I disagree, but I know less so than Hello, and welcome to episode 19 of From the Bench. As always, I am your host, Alex Mangone, joined with me by my co hosts, Joe and John. Yay, John! Yeah, Yay, finally, Joe. you finally get to join us for an episode. Yeah, I've been where, a little bit. Where have you been, buddy? Well, getting your PhD is not the easiest thing to do. Yeah, that's why I'm never going to do it. So, it's been work. Well, as long as it's been successful work, you know. Well, that's to be determined by some committee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, it's been a hot minute since we've been able to sit down and record. I know a lot of us have been busy. John, you've been getting your PhD. I know Joe and I have been busy with work and other things. Um, so a lot has occurred in the past couple of weeks. Um, I know uh, Chris and I went down to regionals, uh, CG regionals, when that happened, what, like two weeks ago? Um, I did fairly well. I got fourth overall. Uh, so I'm qualified for a Star City Invitational, so I'm really excited Uh-oh. about that. Congratulations. Thank Good you. Good job. Thank you. Um, I subsequently, uh, I think last weekend or the weekend before that, uh, lost game day, so I secured my position back on the B team. Um, Good job. Yeah. Wait, wait, so, wait. You, you lost game day? Yes. How do you lose game day? Um, game day in, is an event. Yes. Like the free, like hey, come out and win free promos and stuff. Yeah. I did not win the mat. I, oh, okay. To this day, I have never won a game day champion mat. In all uh, my years of playing, I have never won a game day. So I've only played in one game day, and only six people showed up. Sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> so I never bothered taking time out of my schedule to go back. That's fair. That's fair. A lot of times yeah. the promos are really good, and the for me it's worth going to for those, so... But um, so yeah, uh, that all that happened. Um, I know this past weekend, uh, a lot of uh, really awesome tournaments happened. Um, on the Grand Prix circuit, uh, this weekend was what uh, Vancouver for Modern, right? Mm. Yes, and Brisbane. Yeah, uh, yeah, Brisbane, uh, Australia, uh, was the international one. Um, I think for both GPs, the story was the return of Death Shadow Jund. <laughs> yeah. It was everywhere. Oh, my God. Uh, it yeah. put, what, like three into the top eight at Vancouver with more copies in the top 16 uh, and won the tournament. Uh, and I know our newly minted member of the B team was super excited about the finals. Uh, John, you want to care to speak to that? Oh yeah, Alan loves playing Merfolk. Every time we go, we're about, we're gonna go to an event that we plan. He's like, maybe I should play some different deck. And then he's like, yeah, I'll build Bantel Drazi. And then he builds it. And then he's like, and then I'm like, okay, so you're gonna play Bantel Drazi? He's like, no, I'm playing Fish. Every <laughs> single time, he's like, Fish, Fish, Fish. So he, he did got it to at see regionals stuff. too. Yeah, well, he always plays Fish. I don't understand. So the that whole community, they're like. They're like a cult, kind of like they they love fish and they just always play it every single time. Yeah, I'm a reformed member of that community. How did you get out, Joe? How did you uh, leave with your life? Well, honestly, after I built Merfolk and then I built Merfolk Foil, um, I decided I, I kept losing my foil spreading seas. Um, <laughs> losing and- them? Yeah, like you'd enchant your opponent's land and then game's <laughs> over and they'd take it with them. And those darn things were like eight or ten dollars a piece. Now I like the fish, but I don't like the fish enough to give my opponents ten bucks every time I play. Um Maybe you should have like some agreement that you put the land in the middle, like of the battlefield. Yeah. Since I started like... playing with like these ugly white sleeves. I remember that. Yeah. It was just, I don't know. I, all I wanted was Beta Lords of Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, every, 
every time you it seems like every time you have a foiled out deck you're like man i shouldn't play this deck oh man it's a mistake foiling out a deck is a mistake <laughs> maybe for, just for, for, for me you. yeah for me it's a mistake i think you have commitment issues with decks joe i have commitment issues with everything i mean i wasn't gonna go that far yeah i i hate committing to anything and i hate not committing to something <laughs> so, yeah i don't even worry about it anymore. <laughs> yeah so you know uh, I think my favorite comment about watching all the GPs, at least that came up in Twitch chat a lot, was uh, Gitaxian Probe died for this every time <laughs> Death Shadow Aggro was up. Because <laughs> it was just so ridiculous. Like, nothing could beat that deck. Like, if it needed to be fast, it was. Because um, you're just playing, you know, 7-7, seven, seven, uh, one mana 7-7s seven, all the time. And when it needed to grind, you're playing eight one mana discard spells on top of, you know, abrupt decays, fatal pushes, and lightning bolts. I'm sorry, no no, not lightning bolts, tar fires. My bad. Yeah, tar fire. Um because lightning bolt is bad in that deck. <laughs> I don't know if it's bad, but I guess they per- they need their traverse on. Yeah, they need to enable delirium as quick as they can so they uh play uh tar fire over lightning bolt. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was lightning bolt too. Do what? You could probably just switch them out and it wouldn't be terrible. Yeah. Like when you actually like measure up, like what's three power versus what's two power in the format, not a whole lot of things actually have three power exactly. So, uh, you can get by with just the tar fires. Does their power matter? Sorry. Toughness. Toughness. Okay. I was racking my brain trying to figure that one out. (laughs) (laughs) So the uh, the other big event that happened this past weekend was uh, SCG Baltimore. Oh, and, that was great. Oh, yeah. So if you were living under a rock this weekend in the magic world, uh, SCG Baltimore uh, is probably uh, my new favorite tournament format uh, ever. Um, it is team constructed, uh, but is not unified constructed, mind you. Uh, each player of the three-person team plays a different constructed format so you have one person playing standard one person playing modern and one person playing legacy uh, with the modern player always being the middle seat um so the great thing was was that uh from a player's perspective uh one it's a team uh event which as we three know and i'm sure many of our listeners know are some of the best magic events you could ever go to um if you've never been to one the minute you get an opportunity to go go to one get your two closest magic playing friends and go uh you will never have a better time playing magic um so you get to play constructed magic which is great um it sort of solves some of the uh weird things that uh, newcomers to team magic uh have to deal with like seating positions and stuff and it's just basically you know who is ever playing modern sits in the middle and you know standard and legacy are off to the sides so modern sort of like you're in the captain position um and even then like the coverage of the event was really awesome uh they focused primarily on the eternal format so they were jumping a lot between legacy and modern um which was far more interesting uh than standard has been uh so they only cut to standard when they absolutely needed to to like you know finish off the match um and at least in my eyes, uh, you could really tell that the format was really effective because an all-pro team, an all-platinum pro team won the whole thing. Um, yeah. It was Matt Nass, Sam Party, and uh, Ben Stark uh, took home the trophy. Uh, they all flew out just for this event. Um, <laughs> in fact, the event hit their cap. Like, they had to close uh, registration early because uh, they hit their uh, registration cap Um and yeah, three platinum pros came in, swept the event. They took one actual loss uh, throughout the entire Swiss, and they scooped to their last round opponents to put them into the top eight because they're good people. And then swept. I don't the know top eight. if is scooping someone into the top eight does that make you a good person? Because you may have just screwed somebody else out of making the top. Yeah, eight. yeah. You also scooped someone out. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Like, I mean, if it's me and you. I mean, I've 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 conceded to multiple people in the top eight because I don't care. 
Right. But, you know, if you're scooping someone in, I mean, somebody else isn't getting in. True. But, I mean, where do we draw the line? Uh, I like the way the Pro Tour is doing it now. Yeah, where every every, uh, every match matters. Yeah. It's like, hey, I was number one after Swiss. I only have to play the finals. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. You are not incentivized to scoop anybody for anything. That's fair. That's fair. So, um... The one thing I hope that comes out of this is that this becomes a uh, GP format. Like, Watsy, please, please make this a Grand Prix format. Um, I cannot stress how much I want this to be a Grand Prix format. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I don't think it will become a Grand Prix format, but I think... Why would you say Star City had like a thousand people. I think you're going to see them run multiple more this year. Yeah, I really hope like the next uh, leg of the uh, SCG tour is just like, oh, two more of these things. Have fun, yeah. kids. Um, I really hope like one of them is in Louisville, um, just so it's just like we can go and destroy people and it'll be great. Um, <laughs> by the way, dibs on the legacy seat. Uh, can I play standard? Sure. Okay. I have. A I don't know how to play it. bad modern decks. No, we'll okay. put you on Grixis Delver. It. It'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. okay. That's what I'm playing in standard too. Oh, uh, we'll have to talk about that. Okay, you might actually want to put Chris Thomas on your team, and I'll play side events. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's yeah, fair. sorry guys. <laughs> I will say they could they could make a a wide range of team events. You know, they could do a bunch of different things with that. Uh, and the team 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 events are just interesting. You know. You get to hang out with your friends while playing competitive magic. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I think it is something that they should look into. Yeah. The pro teams do not get buys. Yeah. So you get mm-hmm. the, you get the possibility to play against some of the pros. And I don't know. I find that fun. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't played at like a ton of GPs, but the GP when we did team limited was by far the most fun. And, we didn't even day two. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was mostly, <laughs> mostly me scrubbing the last five rounds. Oh, please. you! I was gonna. Uh, I was gonna say something. You um destroyed that little kid in the oh, last yeah. round. He deserved it. <laughs> Golly, I'm never gonna live that down. He was a kefir. They're you, good at magic. Yep, and you wrecked his world. Oh, I yeah. did. I can't help it that I was playing Magic literally five years before he was born. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is very true. <laughs> I don't know. I can yeah. understand it makes it harder to... It could make it harder to go in some ways, right? Because you have to find a team. Finding three people that's... Or two other people that's willing to be on your team maybe, you know, may not be the easiest thing to do. Yeah, I don't even want to be on my but, team half the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I would say in maybe the last five years, that has become sort of a non-issue because I really feel like the magic community, when something like this comes up, is like makes it a lot easier because like leading up to SCG Baltimore, I saw a lot of posts for people asking for team members and they were all very successful. Um, okay. I mean, even... Uh, I guess it's sold out. So, I mean, there's yeah. something. Yeah, sold out two weeks ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, much to the dismay of many people who were trying, like people were complaining. Like one of the complaints from the event actually was that they did not alert people to the cap in registration. Um, and so people had booked travel plans just assuming that they could register for an SEG event uh, just whenever. Because, you know, normally you can just register like, oh, it's Friday before the open. I should register for the open. Um, and that was not the case. And so a lot of people had, um, you know, had made all these plans and realized that, oh, registration, like the GP, you know, the uh, the open got capped because uh, it was only capped at um, 308. It was 308 teams because I only heard 300. Um, I think it was 308 was the final. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's a little bit over 900 players right that's you know 924 which is a fairly large open 
by most Star City standards. You know, most are yeah. lacking um, the you know the six to seven hundred range on a good day for like a a solid standard or modern event. Um, so, I mean, if Star City really wants to push their numbers, I really feel like this is a really good way to go. You know. So you're saying if they like money, yeah, this is a good thing. Okay. Star City <laughs> Games, if you want my money, have another one of these events somewhere in the southeast preferably within three hours drive of knoxville tennessee Ooh, asheville would be neat Ooh, scg asheville at the biltmore at the biltmore um we couldn't afford to go well i mean we don't have to stay there we just have to play there oh Eh, whatever i don't care let's do it it'd be super classy (laughs) we wear suits did you okay (laughs) i'm i'm all for this now By the way, uh, speaking of suits, did you guys see Team Dapper? No. Oh. So during SCG Baltimore, uh, it was uh, Todd Stevens, Brian DiCambrio, and someone else. And they were all just wearing suits the whole day and destroying people's worlds while doing so. And so coverage uh, dubbed them Team Dapper. Um, So it was rather interesting. It was funny to see uh, the different teams that coverage was coming up with. Uh, my personal favorite being the Let's Play Storm in Every Format uh, team. Uh, this was a fictional <laughs> yeah. team. I don't think this team actually existed at the Open. Uh, but, you know, you play the Mono Blue uh, Paradoxical Outcome deck in Standard. You play the new Baral Storm deck in Modern. And then you just play Good Old Storm in Legacy. It's possible. Yeah, seems fair. Oh, yeah. Joe, do you want to do that? No. <laughs> I am Joe trying wants to do to... that and play all three of the storm decks. Yes, at the I'm, same time, I'm trying to build green red ramp in modern. So the that's my deck? goal. No, like tooth and nail. No, like Tron. You're, you remember the standard deck from like eh, last standard? Oh, Joe, no, no, don't yep. like Theros standard. No, Ulamog, Chandra. That's ew. Why would you? That's I don't gross. know. I don't know. I just want it. Are you okay, buddy? No. Do do you need a hug? Is everything? (sighs) A hug would be nice, yeah. All right, I'll come over later, buddy. I'll hug it out. It's Honestly, though, it's the most fun I've had playing standard in a really long time. So I want to do it again. You should play the the Red-Green Valakid deck. It pretty much does the same stuff. It doesn't cast Ulamog. I feel like casting Ulamog is part of the appeal to Joe. Am I wrong? Yeah, no, you're you're a hundred percent correct. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm just. Gonna I, keep I remember his obsession when we were talking about uh, when we were talking about you know, tentacle monster guy, girl, Emrakul. Yeah. yeah. He was spoiled on one of our shows. Joe is like, yeah, I just want to cast Ulamog. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that... I, I I figured out. So you all know I'm not a Spike. Okay, not not Spike. Don't care that much. Right. Um. I figured out what I am. What's I'm that? the guy that wants to play ramp in every format. Okay. Yeah, I just want to cast the biggest things I can and win. Well, yeah. Ulamog is not the biggest thing that you can cast. Oh, I'm going to hard cast Emrakul in Legacy, so. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say, buddy. Whatever you say. It's all, it's all in a 12 post. You should find a way to cast Progenitus. Oh, yeah, then make use have, of all of our GP our promos. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that the vendors wanted to pay us a dollar for. Yeah, and then sell them for ten. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The whole idea that the leaving a legacy guys had of ripping them up and just tweeting at Watsy, that was very that was almost a real thing. It was close. It was so cool. we we've gotten really off topic. <laughs> okay. Do we want to go back toward that, the topic or just that uh, abnormal? No, that's really normal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm really bad at life so um next week so this is uh we're recording on a wednesday so on uh, this upcoming monday starts the spoiler season for modern masters 2017 officially you mean for the new jace lottery yeah uh so tinfoil hat time i hope everyone's uh hats are very secure uh, so Man, how how likely does everyone think that uh, is everyone buying into that the mind sculptor is coming to us in uh, modern masters? 
Okay, have you looked at the packaging very closely? Uh, yeah. Who, <laughs> who is that guy on the box? Yeah, I think it is new art for Jace. Uh-huh. No, I don't know. Could be. But it, what it indicates to me is I don't know who that is. Like the rest of the cards, they're identified. I don't know who that is. And it makes me wonder if there's going to be new art. But I mean, to headline the box. Yeah. I mean, it's not Raul Zarek, is it? Uh, I hope not. That I mean, would be I mean, lame. Nobody plays yeah. Raul Zarek and Modern. Yeah. Well, there are only so many people it could be. Right. But, but nobody really plays Planeswalkers besides Liliana in, in Modern, you know? I guess, oh, okay, so Nahiri is probably, that would probably be the second most popular one, right? Right. Well, so like the Planeswalkers that are already been spoiled, right? We're, we're getting a new Elspeth. Um new art for Elspeth. We're also getting a new Domri raid. Um or sorry, yeah, we're yeah, getting a yeah. reprint of Domri raid because you know he sees play. Um Where? Do what? Oh, I, I think that was play? sarcasm. Oh, sorry. I did a hint of sarcasm sorry, in sorry. there. Sorry, I didn't make that obvious cuz he sees play. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> um and of course, like the best thing that got spoiled on the packs was that uh DJ Grizzle is returning to uh lay down the sick beats for everyone. That will be great for MTGO. Yep. Where he's currently like 30 bucks. Oof. Um, I'm wondering if they're going to go with the GP art or the original art. That's my question. I'd say whatever art is on that pack. And I don't know if that's GP or what. I think it's the GP art from the way he's facing. I really yeah, can't. I don't, I don't remember anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I'm, that guy could be the like Jace Bellerin. Don't say don't. No. No, Joe. Uh, no, John. Don't. <laughs> On the box? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it's blue tinted, and right. he has markings on his face. Yeah. There are only so many people that can be in modern. That's definitely a Jace. It could okay. be the the Jace looter, too. Brave baby Jace? Literal, no. actual baby Jace? The merfolk looter one. Yeah, yeah, literal, actual baby Jace. Well... Yeah, I don't like calling it that because Baby Jace was the three mana one, and then they printed a yeah, small one. See, Baby Pretty Jace is going to be a one mana Jace. Well, the one mana Jace will be super de duper premature Baby Jace. Um, <laughs> this one is just literal actual Baby Jace. Oh, okay. So are, will we call that one Preemie Jace? Um, <laughs> you know, it depends on who is at the store. It's probably best to not do that at a Grand Prix. Fair. Um, I probably should edit that out. Yeah. Is that how you can? I think we put a good enough disclaimer. If you name Baby Jace with Pithing Needle, is that acceptable? Do people no. know what you're? No, that about? is not acceptable. Not. <laughs> that is not. It's also a legal not an name. actual card, so you need to go back and name an actual card. Yeah, that is not. That's not a thing. Yeah, don't so, do that. You know what? Do it. Nobody cares. Um, it'll be fine. I dare you to do it when our favorite judge is judging and see what just see what happens. No. Smoke will come from their ears. <laughs> <laughs> you will short out the judge. <coughs> I trick bind it. Wait, so hang on. <laughs> so, oh sorry, that's later in the in our discussion, isn't yeah. it? Oh. Yeah. Oh boy. So oh, I ruined it for the listeners. It's okay. They don't listen. Oh, anyway. gosh. <laughs> um, so who are your three favorite judges? Uh, like ever? Yeah. And Judge Judy cannot be on the list. <laughs> um, uh, Ricky Hayashi is definitely very high yeah. on the list. He's awesome. Um, uh, who else? I like listening to, uh, is it Ricardo? Oh, the one from Italy? Yeah. Yeah, with the yeah. tape incident? Yeah. Yeah. I like listening to him talk. <laughs> he has a cool accent. He really does. Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so every time I see CJ Schrader from JudgeCast, yeah. I say, oh my gosh, you're CJ Schrader from JudgeCast. You know, he's, <laughs> uh, he has retired from judging, right? Uh, that would explain why I haven't heard him on JudgeCast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, he, is, he has laid down the mantle. So oh, no. Otherwise, he'd be on my list. Hmm, that makes me sad. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Liz from Star City. 
Mm-hmm. She she is a judge, and she is awesome. So. Yes. Yep. She's on the list. Uh, who else? I'm trying to think. Um. Uh, Aaron Lacluse. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You guys know a lot more judges than I do. Hey, we've been DQ'd a bunch. <laughs> I've never been DQ'd. Sorry, sorry. I've gotten close, but I've never been DQ'd. <laughs> what do you think of Sheldon Menry, the inventor of Commander? I've never had to deal with him. So. What do you think of Commander? Uh, it's where fun goes to die. I'm playing Saturday morning, if anybody wants to come. Uh, Tweeter me. Uh, <laughs> I don't check Twitter anymore. Send me an email. <laughs> sorry. Um. Yeah, but yeah, Ricky's definitely super high on the list. Uh, Flatford, uh, Jason Flatford, super high on my list. How did I forget Flats? I don't know. I'm really, I'm really bad at this. <laughs> I'm going to mute for the next few minutes so we can actually cover some of the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> are you really muted? Yeah, wow. he probably yes. is. I, I'm muted through my mic. <laughs> so um, there were a couple of... Uh, stories that I wanted to share from regionals, although that was a little bit a while ago. Uh, I had some pretty uh, good beats uh, that I was able to dole out um, d- throughout the tournament. Um, the whole time I was playing ad nauseum. I'm pretty sure uh, between uh, regionals um, and me playing at GP Louisville with Legacy that I'm officially a combo player. So uh, make of that what you will. Uh, You can cast judgment upon me as you see fit. Um, But my God, is it so much fun. Um, (laughs) In one of my game ones, I was playing against a Grixis Delver opponent. um, And in response to him fetching, I sort of went off prematurely. And I used too many uh, Simeon Spirit Guides to cast my Ad Nauseam. Um, again, all, this is all at instant speed on my end step. Um, and I realized that I don't have enough spirit guides in my deck to fully kill him. And at this point, it's too late. Like, I've already cast the Angel's Grace. And I'm just like, well, I guess I just need to go do this. And so I just cast the Ad Nauseam and I just stare at him. Uh, he casts a, uh, a Spell Pierce. Uh, I packed it. And he's just like, huh, well... Uh, better not waste our time. And then he just scoops up his cards. And he's like, on to game two. And I just sort of, I'm like, that actually worked? <laughs> like, I was able... Nailed to, it. Yeah. <laughs> I bluffed my way through that. And then immediately, uh, he just sort of uh, wrecks me in game two. Uh, in game three, um, I have five mana. I use one of it. Um, and I have um, the unlife in play uh, already and i use one of my mana to sleight of hand i see a spirit guide in a land i take the spirit guide so the whole time it doesn't look like i can't cast the ad nauseum i pass back to him and he taps out for a fulminator mage and then i just kill him in response uh he was not having a good day um, and as john hinted at um uh one of my opponents playing fairies got to find out the extremely hard way that Trickbind does not stop Lightning Storm uh, permanently. It does stop one activation of it, uh, but does and not... And you can't counter the Trickbind, right? Yeah, and I can't counter okay. the Trickbind. It does have split second. That was my mistake, uh, because, you know, I'm in the middle of going off. I have my entire deck in hand. My opponent casts Trickbind, and I'm just like, uh, okay, like, this is, like, cute. Like, I go to Pact it. He's, like, split second. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, sure. So you get the first activation, and I just keep pitching lands, and then he rereads the card, and he's like, oh, it does not do, like, yeah, Lightning Storm is not a permanent. Um, and then Lightning get... Storm is just a stupid magic card. Yeah, it is the only <laughs> uh, non-permanent that has counters and an activated ability, uh, from, yeah. what I, from my knowledge That's of magic. <laughs> um, and later on in the tournament, I got to find out just how uh, busted uh, Spoils of the Vault is. Um, I'm in game two, uh, up a game versus Bant Eldrazi, and he's just destroying me with a reality smasher and double noble hierarch. Uh, and I'm like at four, uh, I have a Lotus bloom on suspend and 
as soon as this bloom comes off to spend, I have all the mana I need and I have all the cards in hand already to kill him. Um, and so I just need the mana off the bloom. So as the bloom comes off suspend, uh, he casts stubborn denial, uh, on the bloom, trying to keep me off the mana. Um, luckily I had an extra, um, spoils in my hand. So I had like ad nauseum, the angel's grace, uh, and a, uh, spoils of the vault. So I cast angel's grace. And I cast Spoils of the Vault, just sort of hoping that he doesn't have another counterspell. Because if he does, I'm just kind of screwed at this point. Because uh, mm -hmm. I'm just dead the next turn. And he lets it resolve, and I name Pact of Negation. And I just start exiling cards off the top of my library. And I exile, like, only seven cards. Uh, and it's a perfect mixture of, like, lands and spells that are not named Lightning Storm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, or Spirit Guide, for that matter like perfectly like right as it needs to be um so i get the pact of negation i counter his stubborn denial uh he doesn't have another one thank god uh so bloom resolves i get to cast ad nauseum and he dies uh the greatest part about this entire story is that in game two i cited out all but one pact of negation <laughs> uh and so like, I was just like, well, this is the only way I win this match. And so I just went for it and the deck rewards me. Um, and so that was my hilarity uh, playing ad nauseum. So listeners, if you are looking for a deck to play in modern where you don't like interacting with your opponent and you like solving puzzles, play ad nauseum. It's hilarious. And a lot of times your opponent isn't going to know what to expect or really what to do against you. And so you just get to do your thing and they'll probably, there's a solid chance that they'll just sideboard wrong against you. Um, especially and concede randomly. Like, do what? And concede randomly. Yes. And you just get to concede randomly and uh, have fun like that. Um, so yeah, it's a great deck. It is a lot of fun. Um and I have now started keeping a counter of matches that I have bluffed wins out of. Like, just, there is no way I could have won, um, and I did anyway. And that counter is up to two. And I've also started keeping count of times I've killed people in response to them tapping out uh, mm -hmm. for, like, some sort of disruption. And that is also up to two. So it's just a good old happy time. Well, not for the people you're killing. Oh, no, it's never good for them. It's great for me. Well, that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. Magic is a the fun is a zero sum, right? So something like well, that. Well, got to have all of it. No, come on, guys. If you aren't making other people laugh and happy, good <laughs> Joe. <laughs> <laughs> of all the people to say such a thing, Joe. What deck are you playing? Legacy again? Uh, well, for the oh Jesus. Since I am now not ever playing Belcher again. Oh, okay. Okay. I have been playing a very fair deck in Legacy. Yeah. What's that? Um, Dredge. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Coming out of the uh, Aaron Campbell school of thought. Oh, my gosh. Aaron Campbell is great. Um, I message her constantly with questions like, why am I so bad at Dredge? And she answers them. <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so i watch her stream dredge i learn something the dredge community is kind of like the merfolk community with a uh dark side yeah it gets weird over there really quickly yeah but it's fun <laughs> <laughs> i turned one somebody with dredge and it just felt so good it was amazing <laughs> uh, that's a beautiful thing yeah oh i hit him for like 60 it was wonderful <laughs> so are you definitely on the dredge plan now for legacy um yeah like if there was a legacy event in the next six months i'm playing dredge um interesting i am trying to build ant on moto uh-huh but very slowly because i am having a ball with dredge <laughs> i will say when you lose it's, it's really bad you know so next month I don't know when it is, but I assume it's somewhere in the middle of the month. 
uh, you and I should show up to uh, the local monthly uh, Winna Force with yes. both um, Reanimator and Dredge and just ask, how much uh, Graveyard Hate did you pack today? Yeah, the problem is I don't have the cards in paper. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I haven't been able to play much Paper Magic sure. in the last, what, three months, four yeah, months, yeah. five months? So I've just been playing on Moto because I actually get to play there. Right, so. right. Yeah, It's just so much easier to play on Moto. Yeah. I also own the LEDs already, so I can build the rest of the deck for like 100 bucks. <laughs> what, in paper or? Yeah, in paper. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like, let's just yeah. let's just go wreck the local legacy tournament and be like, "Where are your ley lines of the void? Oh, you don't have them? Sweet." Yeah, but if they do, you're like, "Oh." Well, I don't mind so much. Oh, I play no way around it. <laughs> like fearless all the way, baby. Show and tells them wonderful magic card. Yeah, I play three Ashen Rider out of the board. <laughs> so, hang on, quick. Here, even more to the side. Listen to this crap. Uh-oh. I had I had an opponent playing Sneak and Show go first turn, City of Traders, Lotus Petal, Show and Tail. Game two. Uh-huh. I already won game one. And I was like, awesome! Ashen Rider. Well, they didn't put a permanent. They didn't, they didn't play a card. What? They didn't play a card. Okay. Good. Yeah. So you just blow up their City of Traders, I assume? Yep, I did. I did. Okay. Um, I was very confused. Me too. Next turn, Ancient Tomb, Lotus Petal, Show and Tail. <laughs> I was like, huh, I don't know what's going on, but I don't have, like, I guess I could put Bridge from Below in play, but that seems really dumb. So I think I put some random creature that was in my hand in play that didn't matter. Right. And he put a Gristlebrand in play. Ooh. Guess who won that? So the sneaky way around Ash and Ryder is just have the combo, have two show and tails. (laughs) (laughs) See, all the times I was playing against Sneak and Show, they just never cast it against me. Like they knew better. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Like all those games, I was just sitting with either like Tide Spout in my hand or an Ash and Ryder in my hand, just like staring at them saying, please cast it. I dare you. Please. I want you to so bad. It'll be great. Yeah. I mean, Sneak and Show is a deck I could get behind. I was building it before I sold off my collection. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll go that route. I don't want to play Fair Magic. That's not what Legacy's about. No. I really want to play 12 Post. <laughs> Ramp in every format, man. That's kind of the life I want to live these days. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm not going to... Uh, stop you from doing that. I'm going to support you, Joe. As much as it might cause me physical pain, I will support you. Well, thank you, Alex. That means a lot. Yep. I will embrace the jank. Jank? <laughs> what? I'm trying to be supportive. I don't... What? Did I say something? No, it's fine. Okay. It's nothing I've not already heard. I'm here for you, Joe. I don't. I don't understand. You need to change your Skype profile picture, by the way. Oh, yeah, that one's old. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> back on topic. What is the topic? Well, I mean, speaking of that, like, if we want to talk about uh, MTG Fitness. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, Joe, you've put up some numbers recently, haven't you? Uh, sort of. All of my numbers are going up. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but in a good way. Uh, like, you showed me that thing, like that one video. Oh, yeah. Well, I got on a scale yesterday, and I was... So when I started this whole shenaniganry, I was 225 pounds. Yeah. And I got on a scale yesterday, and I was 263. Oh. Um, I finally muscle, got my... Right? Do what? It's all muscle, though, right? I don't know if it is. Well, technically, no, I do know. I did a body fat measurement. It's not all muscle, but a large majority of it is. Well, then, so, hey, there you go. Yeah, I've got my squat back to about 500 pounds. My bench is back over 300, and I can deadlift 450 for reps so (laughs) i'm moving in the right direction yeah man that's great so we'll see if i don't hurt myself i should be in good shape in a year yeah yeah don't hurt yourself yeah that's bad yeah that is not the phone call i would like to take 
Uh, yeah, I probably wouldn't tell anybody. I'd just go to the doctor and have surgery. But Alex, I think your accomplishments are probably more impressive than mine. <laughs> and I, don't, I don't know how much of this you've shared with listeners or not. So if you don't want to say too much, you don't have to. Oh, no. Um, so uh, for people who happen to follow me on Twitter, um, I post a lot about it. Uh, I post fairly recently or actively about it. Um, so I'd say sometime in June, right, is when I started trying to be healthier. It's like seems about right on the uh, try not to die before I'm 40 plan uh, is what I've been calling it. <laughs> it's a good thing. Yeah. The I don't want to have a heart attack before I, you know, turn 40. Um, uh, since then, I started at about I weighed in at 293. Um, and this morning I weighed in at uh, 237. So <laughs> that's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> um slowly working my way towards uh 60 pounds off um so yeah had to order a new b-team hoodie i did actually that was a thing like (laughs) the first edition b-team hoodies there's now a second edition i messed the font up on the second edition (laughs) like the font is different it just is sorry um so there is now a second edition hoodie in case anyone's wondering keeping track of that uh, because my original one was simply too big. Like it just engulfed me. Um, so I now have a, a hoodie that fits. Although whatever place we use, they choose hoodies that are just like huge in the shoulders. Um, I think they're built more for you, Joe, than for me. Um, oh, they don't, oh, they don't fit you either. Okay. That makes no, me feel the better. Sleeves are way too short. Oh, oh, see, I have the, just the opposite. Like the shoulders and the sleeves are just like humongous. Uh, when the rest of the hoodie like fits very nicely. Yeah. <laughs> so if anybody out there is listening and they're like, man, I'd like a B team hoodie. Well, if you want to form a B team branch in your area, contact us at the B team. We are at gmail.com. Yeah. We would ha- be happy to set you up. Um, it takes very little effort. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> it's Don't the B team way. Truly. Yeah. In fact, if you put in too much effort, we might decline you. Yeah, yeah, actually, that that is there is a threshold uh, that you can't go over. Um, so don't win too much. Um, I was on probation a couple times. It's a thing. It's a thing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yes. At one point, they formed a separate group chat just to discuss uh, my expulsion. Yes, uh, that was Chris Thomas. Just so you know. Oh, doing it behind my back. I see. He's like, I got second in an open. Like, maybe you shouldn't be on our team. Um. <laughs> oh man. There is a petition that I did not start going around on the internet. I think I saw it on Reddit. And when I saw it it had t- no, I saw it on Gathering Magic. It had 283 signatures. Okay. Asking wizards to get rid of the reserve list. All right. I can get down for that. Yeah, it needs about 200,000 more. Yeah. So if you want to find it, I'm not going to bother looking for it again, but it's out there. <laughs> well, I was going to say it'll be in our show notes, but never mind. If you care enough about it, just Google it. It's on Gathering Magic. It'll be fine. All right. Um, if I have enough free time while I'm editing, I'll try and find the link. <laughs> okay, that sounds fair. <laughs> um, Nerd Rage? Nerd Rage Gaming is holding a 1K... Uh, modern ma- modern event? No, a 1K legacy event that also pays out a case of Modern Masters 2017 to the winner on March 4th, if you're in the area. I was about to say, so we're going... Oh, I can't go to that. I was going to say, we can drive up to Chicago, right? Just make a weekend of it? Uh, it's my birthday, so why not? Well, I was going to I was, I was gonna suggest that, but then I realized I'll be in Nashville that week. I'll be in Nashville that weekend, too. Interesting. We'll have to discuss that. <laughs> uh, let's think. I'm trying to think of any more B team news that anybody might care about, but well, we could. Uh, I'm sort of wondering. So the past weekend there was a lot of modern. Uh, I was wondering if you guys there's the breakout deck uh, in the paper tournaments was the uh, Death Shadow deck, which we talked about. But there's another new deck floating around with the. That Storm. sports 
and yeah, that sports a new card from uh from the new set, the Baral guy, basically uh Electromancer Part Two, The Reckoning. Yes. Yeah. Have you guys seen that deck floating around? Oh, I've yes. played against it multiple times on Moto. It's in Probably. the mail for me. Okay. It's in the mail. Yeah. So I've I've seriously played against it four, five, ten times on Moto. If Electromancer is the card they play, you have much less to be worried about. If it's Baral, where they get to loot every time they cast a freaking spell. Well, it's I mean, only when they counter a spell. Yeah, it's only when they cast Remand. Ah, yeah. So it really, it's much worse for you that way. So you try to kill it, it gets remanded. They draw two cards. Yeah. And it's the Electromancer on top of that. Yeah, so it's one mana remand. One mana remands are actually really good. Uh, one mana remands versus two mana Searing Blazes are exceptional. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. So Searing Blaze on their end step, untap Searing Blaze and die. It's not good because yeah. that deck, like Ad Nauseum, plays tons of instant mana generators. Mm-hmm. It can just win in response to the spell to kill Baral. It can't win at instant speed, though. Like it could, it can, it can make enough mana that it's irrelevant. Yeah. So you know, it just sits there and goes at instant speed, seven red mana in my mana pool, cast past in flames, five red mana in my mana pool, uh, grape shot you, past in flames, grape shot you. Yay! I just like that it plays gifts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I saw this deck, um, I was very intrigued by it. Because uh, it seemed like the resiliency of it was extremely high, and the redundancy of it was uh, high as well. Um, and I was looking for another combo deck to play in Modern, uh, in the hopefully unlikely event that uh, Spirit Guide gets banned. Uh, Why would it? Just it's free mana, and they've been they've taken sort of a hard stance on fast mana in the format. Of um, the box, yeah. Like, I really do feel like as the format continues, uh, Opal and Spirit Guide do have a very large target on their head, uh, rightfully so. Um, they do only assist in degenerate things, and it's only a matter of time before those whatever deck those cards are in is just Look, consistent enough to be a problem. A matter of time, probably years, when you look at all the other decks... I mean, after this past weekend, if they're going to ban something, it might be Death's Shadow, as silly as that might sound. No, it'll be Traverse the Uvenwald. <laughs> is oh that the card? Goodness. Yeah, it's the that's the tutor. That's the Delirium tutor from Standard. Okay. Um, I think that's what makes the deck tick, because um, I don't know if you've looked at any of the lists uh, from the, Death Shad- the new Death Shadow decks. Uh, oh, the- I looked and saw they only played eight creatures. Yeah. They are allowed to play 12 creatures because they play four copies of Traverse. Okay. Um, so they can go search out Tarmogoyf or Death Shadow, whichever is the best for the situation. Yeah, um, seems fair. Yeah. Um, so normally, like, those tutor effects are the ones that should get the axe normally. Um, and those are not fast mana effects, so I wouldn't be worried about Spirit Guide if I were you. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just worried, like... Fast mana is always a dangerous thing, as history has shown. So I yeah, just wanted a maybe there's... I was just looking to, for a reason to buy another deck. But <laughs> okay, now we have the truth. There's been like zero times when somebody exiled a Simeon Spirit Guide against what that I was playing against, and then something it fair seemed happened. like reasonable things were happening. <laughs> That's how I feel as someone who plays them. Yeah. Yeah. There's never a time where I'm like, Exile Spirit, Simeon Spirit Guide, play Tarmogoyf on one. <laughs> My worst yeah. match against Spirit Guide was when we went to Atlanta, when we formed the B team, and I had to play against somebody from Knoxville. Uh huh. And he went, turn one, Exile Spirit Guide, Exile Spirit Guide, land Blood Moon. Yep. Sounds okay, right. you win. Game two, land Boggle. Okay, Exile Spirit God, Exile Spirit God, Mountain Blood Moon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Tack for one. Um, <laughs> I lost that game, too. I mean, it's just... It, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's it's not fair, but it's currently not consistent, and it's a one-shot card disadvantage, 
which that was also the argument for Lotus Petal. I understand that. But, yeah, I don't think it's going to get banned anytime soon. Yep. And as far as, like, I didn't want to play an Opal deck because um, I'm of the opinion that every time a new good Opal deck is uh, comes about, uh, that's one step closer, closer to Opal being banned. So <laughs> that's why I didn't want to play uh, the uh, Ceramos, as I like to call it, deck. Oh, that deck's stupid. Yeah, because that to me that yeah. has like the much more raw power um, to it. Like you know, it's just like oh, look at that! I win on turn two or turn three. Um, look at me go. Um, but again, I don't want to invest in Mox Opals only for like next year to be like, no, they're banned. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. Get wrecked. No, that that deck. I mean, retrace jumped to what like thirty bucks. Yeah. I mean. Come on. It's good. Like, we have two good Storm decks. No, we do. And that's kind of scary. Like, this is... We have not been here before in a while. So, we shall see what happens. I hope they ban, like, 40 cards. I don't know. It's like, we're going to give you Mind Sculptor, but we're also going to ban 40 cards while we're at it. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're pushing Modern out anyway. And I've been contacted by a couple of people... Like, how does this fit in your tinfoil hat theory to kill the reserve list? I mean, it kind of helps because modern's kind of the gateway to legacy. Yeah. So if you kill modern first, I don't know, it might help. We shall see. We huh? shall see. All right. Well, I do believe that about wraps us up for this episode of From the Bench. Uh, yeah. If you'd like to get a hold of us, uh, you can always uh, email us with your questions, concerns, comments, and uh, your own personal uh, magic tinfoil hat theories. Uh, no others. That is not that kind of podcast. Um, uh, you can reach us at thebteamweare at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter, on Facebook. Uh, hopefully you are listening to us on mtgcast.com. Um, you can also find us on the iTunes uh podcasting app as well as stitcher as well and our soundcloud account um so that wraps us up for this week until next time uh hope you all have a good one yeah i would like to point out to all the listeners that out of our 75 show topics we did talk about three of them (laughs) and that's a new record what we talked we got everything that we wanted to talk about today wait record high or record low i don't know Oh, boy. I was looking at ramp decks. No, we totally got through, like, almost, like, pretty much everything. Oh. We just didn't we'll have go a lot. Us. So we we had to it. improvise. That's the, real, that's the real secret, listeners, listening through past the ending, is that we didn't have a lot to talk about. <laughs> <laughs>